This episode is brought to you by Staples. Staples knows that if you're going to work from your home office, you need your home office to work for you. To be the most productive, your home office needs to have everything that your office office has. Bring new life to work. Discover inspiring furniture solutions for all the ways you work and learn. Visit staplesconnect.com to explore what's new. Staples, the working and learning store. Welcome to the Bringing Intimacy Back Show, where intimacy is real. If you desire to intimately connect with yourself, your significant other, children, family, friends, community, and higher power, this show is for you. We explore intimate topics, inspiring life stories, spirituality, and insightful tips on strengthening relationships. The show is hosted by Dr. April and her co-host, Coach Kay. Let's get this episode of the Bringing Intimacy Back Show started. We share with you today the secret power to intimacy to create a life you love or love the life you create. Now, here's your host, Dr. April and co-host Coach Kay. Welcome to the Bringing Intimacy Show, where intimacy is real. Hey, welcome Coach Kay. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Yes, yes. So one thing I don't know about you, Coach K, is how long have you been in business? Mm, technically, I've been in business for about, I think it's six years um, from the independent contracting on Zumba side, but for this particular business, uh, officially about three years. Three years. Okay, yeah. Um, I've technically been in business for since 17 years. And then the last seven years been in private practice, just solely private practice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is awesome. For you. Um, when did you just do private practice by yourself and not? So that would have been, uh, 2018 would have been okay. kind of the official launch when I finished the certification process and said that, Hey, I definitely want to go into this avenue for myself and and just do it <laughs> under my terms. Yeah. And I don't know if you've noticed that millions of people, they say roughly 4.4 million have really just stepped away from their full-time jobs. That is not working for themselves. <laughs> yeah, and I can I can see why. I think that um many people who kind of do the inner workings of everything, you know, you feel like, hey, I can do this for myself. Why would I work for someone else? So I can see that. Yeah, I can see it too. Yeah, because you, when you work for yourself, you get to really know your value. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Set your own boundaries and all that good stuff. Yes. And which was a great topic that we talked about last week with Nova. Um, and if anyone's out there listening, please listen to that show because she talked about knowing your value um in what you do yes that's very important uh, because many times when you are an employee you almost a lot of times feel devalued because you just have to work at this you know or you feel like you have to work at this certain level and you plateau but once you kind of branch out, you realize, oh, I can just keep climbing. I can go whatever direction I want to. I didn't know that I had this in me. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> yeah, and so I'm so excited on today for today's show because we're taking the flip side in the some aspects of what is our ideal client? Who are we looking for? Because um, as you know, and even as a therapist, um, you and I are somewhat different, but we can't see everybody and you have to kind of know what works for you. Yep. It's very important that you are aligned with the, the, the right client because otherwise, you know, it could, it could hurt your own pride, you know, if you're not able to fix whatever's going on, not realizing that you're really trying to fit this round peg into this square hole. <laughs> yes. And I think sometimes it's difficult to actually start that process. You know, when you start in a field, you think you could see everybody. I mean, that's what I did in the beginning. And then I realized, uh, you know, some people, some type of clients I like, some I don't. You know, who am I really trying to um, get in my business and why? Absolutely. Um, one of one of my many streams of businesses. Um, so I do business coaches and mentorship. And in the mentorship, the baseline is, you know, creating your avatar, because I, I, I make this statement every single time. If you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. Right. And so you have to go and you have to cash your line for your specific catch. You may get some extra, you know, on the way in, but you have to be able to speak to the person that's looking to listen to you. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yes, definitely. And so um, as we, before we begin in that topic, and especially with our wonderful guests, I want to highlight our charity of the month, which is empowerment, empoweredwomen.org. And they provide funding for if anybody is out there listening and they're like, well, thinking about starting my own business or you're a woman and you've already started, check that site out because they have a lot of resources, a lot of funding and other things to help you start your, your business. Yes. Okay. So this is an important one. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. So on our topic today, which is basically how to attract your soulmate, because we talk a lot about intimacy, and that attraction, you know? Yeah. And, and it's such a necessary part of every aspect of our lives. Right. But I don't think people think about it when it comes to business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's definitely necessary. Mm-hmm. And like you were talking about earlier about the avatar, mm-hmm. having an avatar, uh, having a few avatars is really critical because in your business, you spend um, eight hours sometimes a day in business, you know? And in some cases, you end up spending more time in your waking hours working. So you really want to enjoy what you do. Absolutely. Yes. And, yeah. And we have a wonderful guest who she enjoys what she does. And she helps te- teach people how to enjoy what they do by attracting their soulmate clients and by you know, another thing that she talks about, which we're going to talk about, and I just had a conversation with one of my interns on that relationship with money mm-hmm. and knowing your worth. Yes. Yes. So when we come back, we're going to talk and discuss with Petia Kobeva, a very special guest here on the show. We'll be back in a moment. 
Recognize your purpose. Who were you really meant to be? To recognize your purpose is to live life with clarity. You are here because you're supposed to be here. You're not an accident. You're here to do something for yourself, for someone, and somewhere. You have a job to fulfill and an everlasting mark to make. You are here on purpose. Welcome back to the show and welcome to our guest, Petia Kobovia. Did I say it correctly? Very close, April. Very okay. close. Okay, so <laughs> pronounce it co correctly. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's it's all good. It's Kolibova. And I got married last June. So my last name is going to be much easier. It's going to be Burns. So okay. I'm going to make everyone's lives easier very soon. Okay, yes. But that's a beautiful name. Actually, um, where is your name originated from? So I was raised and born in Czech Republic. That's where my exotic last name is from that everybody's struggling with. So nothing personal. And uh, <laughs> my husband is from California, you know, so soon I'll just be changing everything. But, you know, in your business, I mean, you have to rename everything and legally and papers and everything. I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah. can we wait for that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, but as as you know, with business, that's your name, and uh, we really appreciate you being on the show. And I appreciate that you're coming on the show to help educate our audience and ourselves about how to attract your soulmate clients. And you are really a wonderful, inspiring woman. Um, let me tell you guys a little bit about her. She's a line woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision. Which and where they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. And I think if you go into her website, and she talks about, you know, really not making excuses, you know, owning that. Her mission is to empower visionaries, which I'm hoping if you're out there and you're listening, you know, to follow that, who are on their path to embody their fullness, self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. So it's not just business, it's business, personal, and self. Petia gives immense clarity and exact steps to unlike women's divine femininity and abundance mindset. Welcome to the show. Yes. What an honor. Thank you so much. I love being here and I love your work. So it's really an honor for me to be here and supporting. Oh, awesome. Yes. So this show is called Bringing Intimacy Back. And one of the things we always ask our guests is how do you define intimacy? Oh, I love that question so much because I feel like if you would have asked me like 10 years ago, my first thought would come to my mind. Intimacy is, you know, being uh, intimate with someone, like having intimate relationships, meaning being in bed with someone. However, as I grew and evolved in who I really am, intimacy is really sacred for me. It's how we can be ourselves with wherever we are, with whoever we are. And the intimacy for me, even like with my husband, is feelings of closeness, being able to speak my truth and being able to be myself in all of my dimensions. Because we are multidimensional being, that means that it's not just like, this is who I am and that's it. Like we have our ebbs and flows on how we are feeling and being surrounded by people who can accept us for who we really are. That's a true intimacy for me. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Me too. <laughs> How would you like apply that to with the work that you do? Oh, I, I feel like you get to apply it everywhere in everything you are doing and not only your romantic relationship, but also with your clients. I am very, very close to my clients because I'm being really true to who I really am. So I'm very authentic. And because I'm very authentic, I'm attracting women who are resonating with it, who are similar thinking, have a similar views. And that's why is it so important to know who you are and who lights you up to be working with? Because I don't know about you, but when I started my business, I would work with anyone, anything that moves just to pay my bills. Like, hey, there is a chicken running. Maybe they want to hire me. It was not pretty when I started my business. So now seeing that being true to who I really am, it starts reflecting in all of the areas of my life after, you know, overcoming like uh, my past and healing and toxic relationships and now being loved and adored by my husband. It reflects also in my business because I'm being true to who I really am. And my clients are looking for that nurturing and the intimacy and being seen and being heard. And they are feeling like, I am the one who they can talk to about anything and I am the one who can really see them and see the possibilities for them when they're rising and expanding, you know, and into what is really possible for them. I love the layers that you put on that. Um, You know, when you talk about, you know, and you went into, you know, being a wife, you are able to, your experience is different and thus what you exude is a little different important to hear and know. Yeah. And, and it's so fascinating. I was just thinking about it actually this morning that what I heard when I was growing up is that you get married and everything changes, meaning there is less intimacy, there is less passion, there is less understanding, there is less talk, less being romantic. And I was just thinking about my marriage. Like we got married, you know, like seven months ago, but we are together for years now. And it still feels, and I know it will continue to feel because that's our intention, both of us, like it's the first week. He adores me. He cherishes me. He leaves, he texts me beautiful text when he goes to the gym without me. He leaves me like hiding notes, like around the house. Like he puts them in my shoes, in my clothes, in my protein powder. Okay. (laughs) That was kind of funny in a fridge. So it's, and it's not like expected. It's not like he's doing it every day. But every single day he makes me feel special. And it's because I know who I am. And that is so important also in attracting the clients, the opportunities, the patients. It doesn't matter. People are people, right? So you get to know who you truly are. And then it's so much easier for people to say like, okay, that person is for me or like, no, not really. And it's amazing. I'm not for everyone. And I try to be like people pleaser, like overcoming people pleaser, healing people pleaser right here. And uh, it was exhausting and it was frustrating and you cannot please everyone. And it doesn't matter how many times you hear it. We still keep trying. Right. Um, So when I stopped 
pleasing people and I start pleasing myself um, in all the ways, that was when I was really able to reach new heights in my relationships and also in my business. Mm -hmm. And I love how you said it's so important to know yourself because um, I supervise quite a few interns, like 13 of them. And part of it is teaching people to be confident because many of them have a lot of anxieties of thinking, I can't do that. I can't do that. And in studying what you do, you're also a breath worker in Reiki, a practice, which is, you know, teaching you to be in tune with yourself and knowing your purpose. Absolutely. And, you know, I love that you are sharing those two modalities because those are about your body. It's like coming back to your body because we live in an age of information. And I feel like the world is really shifting now. And I don't know if you can feel it or see it too, but I feel like we are getting from the the world of information into world of intuition we started to coming back into our bodies. We are starting to back and trusting ourselves. And especially as women, we were conditioned. We were shut up. We were shut up. We had to just do what we are told to do. And that is changing. We are learning how to reconnect with our body, how to trust our intuition, even when it doesn't make sense. Most of the times my intuition makes no absolute sense. And I follow it when it feels right to me. And Thank goodness I did, because that's wh why I am where I am. Funny enough, I just randomly did a live video, just because you never know. Sometimes, I, and I've said it in a previous show, you get these pulls that someone's looking for some message. And so I just randomly, while I was braiding my hair, just went on my live and talked about just that, being able to, as women, putting yourself as the number one priority mm. in your life. So... <laughs> How beautiful, right? It's like a beautiful confirmation. Like, okay, I was meant to say it. And absolutely, I love that you really did that, Coach K, because I feel like sometimes we feel like, oh, who would be listening? Like, who cares? I just got this idea. And you never know. You never know who's watching. You never know who's listening. And it's so fascinating. I learned it in my business that there will be people who will come and they will watch you and they will listen to you and they will never like, they will never comment, they will never email you. They're there sitting there, you know, in the back, just like watching you. And then one day they will just rise and tell you like, oh, you inspire me so much. You changed my life. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> right? So trusting that intuition, it is so beautiful because there is always two, five minutes that we can go on live or we can write something and inspire someone. And, you know, honestly, you never know. Maybe you're saving someone's life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I love how you guys are talking because it's one of the things that I think is so important. It's connecting the body, mind, spirit, and soul. Mm. You know, all in the same time zone because many times we're either um, thinking about the next minute or thinking about the past. Yes. But if anyone's out there listening and you have questions for Petia, please put it in there in the chat. So Petia, we're talking about um, soulmate clients and people are like, what is that? It's a beautiful question. And, you know, like when I started business, everyone tells me like, you need to serve one person, you got to have your niche. And I was getting so overwhelmed 
with like avatar and doing this and doing that and you know like structure just doesn't feel good to me mm -hmm. so no matter what business coach i was working with and hired um they always said like oh you have to do the avatar and this and that so I started to call it soulmate client because so often we are calling soulmate our beloved one, right? And I realized that you said it before, Dr. April, that um, we can spend a lot of hours on our business and working. And now imagine that you're working with people who don't light you up, who drain you. You come home and you are like, I hate doing this and I don't want to do this, but I have to pay my bills. I get to take care of my family. And we think that if we suck it up, then we're the good person. And I believe that even though that has a place in our growth and evolution, I feel like you and your listeners are passed by that, above that. You know, there's so much further than just pleasing others. Um, I feel that when we can really realize that we can be appreciated, we can be adored, we can be abundantly paid, we can be respected, we can work with people that really light us up and we are in love with our life because we can work, you know, on our purpose. And so that's when I feel that the soul connects with the soul and then it's a soulmate client. It's not just like, hey, hire me so I can pay my bills and so I make your life suck less, right? <laughs> And it doesn't matter what industry you are in, whether it's products, services, healing, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Bringing in the soulmate clients mean being true to who you really are and bringing in people that you are in love with. It doesn't have to be like a romantic relationship, but you are excited to jump on a call with them, see them in person, getting message from them. You're not feeling overwhelmed, drained and frustrated. Absolutely. Um, cause you know, and sometimes that happens when in our regular, you know, as an employee, and then you come home and you take it out on everybody at home and it's like, flip that your home should be your safe space. So if, if you're getting that kind of anguish outside and you're spewing it in the house, it's time to reevaluate what you're doing, <laughs> who you're, Absolutely. who you're around actually. You're absolutely right. You know, I, I, I feel like we really, it's, it's really up to us. Like, what do we allow in our life? What do we settle on in our life? I remember one time I heard, I believe it was from Tony Robbins. You don't get in life what you want. You get what you settle on. And that happens with the clients, with relationships, with everything. You mm -hmm. say, I want this, but okay, this one, it's not so bad right? So we settle and then we are telling God or universe source, whatever you want to believe in. It's like, okay, this is not so bad. Bring me more of this. But is it really fulfilling and satisfying? It's not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder, I know that some of our listeners may be thinking, how do I know who my soulmate client is? Because that's critical. Because someone just recently referred someone to me and I talked with them for like the first five minutes. And I knew right then and there, this person was not for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so in my mind, as I'm listening, I had to figure out who I was going to refer them to. But some people have no idea. Mm -hmm. How do you go about that process? So what are you describing, Dr. April? I absolutely love that because that's your inner knowing, that's your intuition, mm -hmm. that's your inner voice, however we want to call it. And you just know, and you just know right there, right? So 
part of what I'm also doing in my business, I'm studying a human design. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Human design. It's a beautiful, powerful modality oh, that okay. blends like spirituality and science together because it's a blend of Kabbalah, I Ching, um, Vedic chakras, so and, and wow. astrology, human astrology. Yes, human design. And but it also has quantum physics in it. So it's not just like woo-woo and and let me take a personality <laughs> test and and see what I'm supposed to be doing in my life, right? Human design, it's a science based, you know, it's number based, it's astrology based. However, it really helps you uncover who you really, really, really are. So anytime I'm talking with someone, even before they will just get on a call with me or work with me, anything. I always ask them to take a free test. You can go on Google, write uh, down human design free test, and you will see uh, what is your design, right? And then you can have a reading. I do readings uh, with my clients or, you know, I started to do readings because I was getting so much questions and I keep DMing people back. I'm like, I cannot keep doing this. So with a human design, it's really deeply understanding yourself. One part of the human design, and I'm why am I mentioning it, is that in the past, when I would be attracting my soulmate clients and how I was teaching my client how to do it, it's be very specific, write down the document, you know, create a vision board. What would they look like? Where they would live? How would be their house? So when I was creating my ideal client, I would create Pinterest board. And mm -hmm. I would say, what would her house look like? She had a golden retriever, two little kids. Her husband is a doctor. She's, you know, just with the kids. She want to like fulfill her own destiny and just being the mom at home and all these details, you know, like how old is she? How much she's making? All every details. And that works for me and lights me up. When I notice with one of my clients, with some of my clients, they would be getting overwhelmed. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And I just could not make them do it. I'm like, what's happening? Like they are, and, and it's not like they were lazy or they need more accountability. They just really was so stuck. And what I learned through human design is that there are two kinds of people and that's a specific manifester, the way how we manifest and bring right. things into our life and not specific manifester. So I am specific and all the details, they will help me they will help me because it's it's like putting an order for the universe. I want a client who is 30 years old, has two kids, <laughs> you know, her husband, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And somebody like that will come or someone who feels like that. Okay. But with the non-specific manifestors, you would get too overwhelmed. You're not supposed yeah. to think in details. You're supposed to be general. So you can take a, you know, free online human design test. It's on, you know, um, it's on Google everywhere. And you can just look later, like, how do I know if I'm specific or non-specific? Super easy or contact me. I right. can support you with that. But when you learn that, it's life-giving and life-changing. Because mm. some of us, we were told like, oh, you have to do it this way and you have to do it this way. So now I'm like learning as I go through life, right? Like everyone else. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I've been doing it wrong this whole time. So let's split it. And I have a different document how to create your, you know, ideal client, how to bring them into your life for my specific and my non-specific manifestors. And if you don't know and you're listening, you're like, okay, Petya, good to know. But now I don't know if I'm specific, non-specific. What the heck is human design, right? <laughs> so just really ask yourself and tune in. How do you love create things? 
How do you love create things? Do you like sit down and write it? Do you like being specific? Meaning, do you like, like, let's say you want to go on a vacation. What is for you? What excites you? Do you like sitting down and researching and like, I want to go to villa that has three bedrooms and has a pool and it's 10 minutes by the beach, you know? Or do you say like, oh, I want to go to vacation and I want to just chill and I would like to be close by water and I would love to spend some time with family. You see, one it's more general and one is more specific. So forget what you have been told, how you're supposed to be doing things. Tune in, trust your own self, trust your own intuition. And from that moment, you know, and, and again, you can go and really get your details. But right now, as we are you know, as you're listening to this, this is very easy to check in with yourself. Hmm, do I feel like specific? Does it light me up making plans, writing things down? And does it work for me? Or is it just like, oh, I think about something and it happens or something even better? Because what happens with the non-specific, they're meant to be just general and focus on their feeling and the vision of it instead of all the, you know, little details, because that would get overwhelming with them. So I, I feel like this is just revolutionary, you know, instead of like, you know, like you have to do this because this is for everyone. No, it's not. We are so unique. Each one of us, it's so different. So I, I love that because really human design, it's a science of differentiation, really understanding how unique we are. And like I said, every time I work with someone, even if you just want to come and, and, and talk to me. I will look at your human design because there are five different designs and it's not like personality types, but it's like, you know, personality designs. So it's completely different how I will talk, let's say, for example, projector, and then I will speak to generator. Projector needs more time. Mm -hmm. Projector needs sleep, something. And generator in their gut, they know right away, you know, so it's just so fascinating. Yeah. Wow. You just blew us away. I was just like... <laughs> Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I'm a very specific person in some aspects. And, and this is so even related in the sense of what we do as counselors of, um, you know, certain diagnoses that we're more drawn to than others. Yes. So we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, I want to get into more like, you know, now that we've got this human design, we've got all this, how do we create that ideal client. And also, I really want to get in to talk about um, money and our relationship with money. We'll be back in a moment. Introducing 100 plus of the most unique intimate expressions that you can use daily. Don't wait for all of life's variables to fall into place perfectly. Work towards intimacy now. Here, I challenge you to try a variety of the intimate expressions from this ebook. Try one, try another, and repeat. Intimacy does not require perfection, only a continuous effort. Welcome back to the Intimacy Show, where intimacy is real. So, Petia, you, you were just explaining to Coach K and I about human design, and it's an assessment that would um, entrepreneurs and people can go online to look at and as you're into take, of course, and as you take that and you kind of figure out a few things, um, about yourself and how do you, 
on the next step than attract your ideal client? And how do and what do you do with those people that you may not be your ideal client or your soulmate client? Absolutely. So um when we look at if we're specific or non-specific, if you're a specific manifester, then uh, I would invite you to really sit down and be very specific on who do you want to be working with? Who really lights you up? And you can gather from the past experiences like, oh, I like this about my past client or I didn't like this and this happened. So really being clear, if I didn't like this, what do I like instead? So writing it down, putting it on a piece of paper or in your computer, I always suggest to write everything by hand first and be really specific. Like my client is female or man, uh, male, this age, lives in this place, have this many kids. Where do they hang out? What do they eat? What do they wear? Because then you know what places to be hanging out, right? If I know that my idea client is using Instagram and listen to podcasts. Well, those are the two places that I will be. If I know that she's shopping in a Whole Foods and Sprouts, that's when I will be. And that's, I did attracted my clients there. So this is for the specific one on starting to be attracting it and, and then also giving yourself some visuals. So I love uh, creating like a vision boards. I put them on my phone, on a screen of my phone. And um, of my, you know, whatever I'm attracting in next. So if you're focusing on growing your business and attracting your clients, then you would put it on your screen of your phone, screen of your computer. So there are, you know, always these triggers to seeing. Right, it's the right? law of attraction. Yes. Exactly. And then, so that is for the specific one. But if you're non-specific, it's really more about the general. What does it feel like when I'm working with my client? How do I feel like after I finish the session? What breakthroughs they are experiencing, why they keep coming back to me, why they keep referring me to all of their friends. So it's not so specific. It's more general and you are more focusing on the feeling. What does it feel like, right? When I'm around this person and um, it's beautiful because it gives you freedom. It's like telling the universe, I want this or something even better because with a non-specific, I feel like for them, it's even easier to manifest because they are getting even better than what they could imagine because they're not so specific. They're not attached. You know, sometimes when we are attached to the outcome, we have expectations and then we have expectation hangover. (laughs) Okay. So So. Petia, you're Pacific. Um, I'm curious, Coach K, what are you? What do you think you are? I'm in true Gemini form. I'm a hybrid Um, (laughs) because I I, I have my specifics around my avatar, but I also like to leave some gray, loose areas in there. Um, I know my my avatar's name is Monica. I know a lot about her, but I allow her to have a little gray area. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, okay. So, and also what she said was that the non-Pacific is how you feel when you're with. That is absolutely true because, you know, you would hate to be on a, a... you know, coaching call and you're like, ah, uh, when is this going to be over? And you're not paying attention or you're not giving that person your full um, abilities, which is not fair to the client, number one, but it's also not fair to yourself because it almost devalues all that you've worked towards versus you just saying on the front end, hey, 
based on our discovery call, this is, you know, I don't think that I am your practitioner, but I do have a great referral system and I would love to get you with the right person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, following along in those lines, Patty, do you think, I know for me, even just thinking about that last person that I knew wasn't for me, it was that feeling of confusion. You know, um, sometimes it's a feeling of, um, mm, I don't know if it's discontent, but what other feelings can people realize in in the sense of, especially for many people who are not Pacific and they're trying to figure it out? So it's going to be feeling of like, like you said, like confusion, right? It's, there's mm-hmm. no clarity, but also frustration yeah. and anger, you know, oh, yeah. and bitterness, you see, it's like, <laughs> so you experience people like that in your life. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's so fascinating because I feel like if somebody, it's not a heaven yes for you, like fully hundred percent heaven yes. Well, then you're cheating on yourself and that client because there is someone for them who is, who they will love them because they are like that too. So again, we are settling and just mediocre good just because we got to pay the bills. What I learned is when I say heaven yes to a client, it's even more powerful. I'm more inspired. I become magnet to more people who are like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since we just talked, you since you just mentioned settling and being mediocre. Um, <clears throat> and I was just having a conversation with one of my interns about money and how much you charge and the relationship you have with money, you know, because sometimes people feel like they cannot charge what their value is, mm. you know, or they feel yes. bad for everybody or yes. And they want to just give away their service or mm. yes. Yeah. Been there, done that. And it doesn't work. You know, <laughs> it's, it's fascinating. And I love this topic because when I started coaching, it came up, it came to me very naturally and very easily. I wanted to be helping. I saw the better way and I just wouldn't shut up and I would coach everyone for free. And then I was frustrated because I tell them what could help them and they didn't do it. So then it's waste of my time, waste of my energy. And you're frustrated or angry, right? Like, why am I keep wasting my time? And you know that you're meant to be helping people. So what I believe it's when people invest, people are invested. Mm-hmm. When I started my coaching, I was charging $100 a session and I was over-preparing, over-thinking, over-analyzing, and I invested like three hours in a session. It wasn't just being there, but preparing before, being there, and then after, you know, recap, sending notes, all of that. So it was so much. And I remember back then I was so scared to raise my prices to 150 like $50 more. I was so scared. Now I'm charging $33,000 for a 12 months experience to work with me. So right. I have grown tremendously. And it's fascinating what you said, like we don't value ourselves. I always tell my clients like, hey, you're priceless. Nobody can pay you like what you're worth because you're priceless. I want to remind them of who they really are. But then what you're offering in your services it's so fascinating, but the more you charge, the more people will be committed. You know, my clients for hundred dollars or my clients for $1,500, it's so different. So to attract, you know, uh, money into your life, you first get to create a relationship with money. Just check in with yourself very quickly. The way I'm treating money, do I want to be treated? 
most of the time it will be no. So start creating the relationship with money exactly how you would be creating it with a person. Would you hang out? Would you check in? Uh, would you be present? Would you be resentful? Would you be, I used to, I always said, I used to treat money like a booty call, you know? <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, hey, now I want you. Now I don't. Now I need you. Now I don't. And now it's a very loving and respectful relationship. So just check in. <laughs> yeah, I'm still thinking about the booty call and the relationship. Yeah, I, yes. I love that. <laughs> It's yeah. powerful. So you can easily, easily check in with yourself. And what we do with my husband, and we'll actually do it today after our interview, we do money dates. Every week we do money dates. When we check in with money, we create beautiful environment, candles, you know, snacks, essential oils. We check in on our finances, you know, to write what is in our bank account, what is coming, what do we invest that in. But also we write letter to money. We check in on our short-term and long-term goals goals. And we, we just really check in because that's how we want to be treated. So that's how we treat money. And when we started to do these money dates, I, I didn't want to do it. I'm like, Oh my God, one more thing to do. But when I look now back after the years that we are doing it, all the short and long-term goals besides buying a house for my grandma, because she transitioned last year, I accomplished everything. I've done everything. And it used to be just a dream. So if you check in with money, if you will start treating it in a way you want to be treated, it will want to be hanging out around you. Yeah, Petty, I love that idea because I do, um, there's Therapist April, okay? <laughs> and then there's Business April. And those two meet often. And I actually do like an average and we have a, but I never thought about making it um, kind of romantic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah, yeah, including the partner and all that and doing the candles. And because um, therapist April hates going to these meetings. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the business April is so like, uh, but I never thought about making it a more gentle approach. When you make it a way that it's fun for you, you know, because I used to in the past tell my clients like, oh, just here is a spreadsheet, write it down. Right. And I hate spreadsheets. You know, I don't want to deal with spreadsheets. <laughs> When you make it a way that feels good to you, whatever it's in your business, whether it's with your money, you know, right. create an environment that excites you. Make yourself tea or cacao or, you know, like I said, candles, essential oils. Sit with your sofa. Bring a beautiful journal that makes you feel good. Put some oil on you so you're feeling like the goddess that you are. You know, you get to really shift how you're feeling about it. And then you're not dragging yourself there. It's like you want to go on a date with, with someone and you're dragging yourself. Don't you feel like they will know? Yeah. It's like the energy is louder than anything else. You're doing it with the money. How do you think money will feel? Yeah. I've, I've never been really money motivated in any aspect whatsoever. Um, but I just learned the value of the information that I'm able, you know, that I share. And that's where I'm able to put the price to what I provide. So, you know, being an not money motivated, it makes it difficult because I'm like, mm. oh, I can just, but I was like, mm, I could be watching one of my real housewife shows, but I'd rather get paid for this at least. Um, oh, yeah, I, I hear I, you. 
I'm just not I money. hear you, Coach. Okay, you know, and it's fascinating when you say I'm not money motivated and I'm impact motivated. Money doesn't motivate me, you know. I used to make $1,500 a month. Now I'm doing 40K a month, you know, and, and we are rising. So it's not the money that motivates me. It's the impact. And when I make more money, I can help more people because I just hired personal assistant last week. I have two VAs. I have a photographer. I have a videographer. I have COO. I have a copywriter. So I am, you know, giving money and livelihood to other people. So if I say I'm not money motivated and money, it's not important to me. Well, then I'm blocking myself from more abundance because the more money you have, the more impact you have, the more nonprofits you can help. I am sending money on a regular basis to the kids in Bali because we hosted retreat there and we were teaching there in schools. So I send money there. It lights me up. So I am motivated by the impact, but more money I make, the more impact I can make. Yeah, but that that motivator is the impact. Yeah. And thus the money comes. So yes. that's, that's where, you know, because when I say not money motivated, it's never a, I need to make this money versus, yeah. oh, look at what I just did. I need to do more of this to yes. ensure that I keep getting that impact. So I completely understand that. Mm, powerful. Yes. Yes. Well, we're going to take a short break and then when we come back, we're going to hear um, how people can connect with you and all of the great things that you're doing. We'll take a short break and we'll be back in a moment. Recognize your purpose. Who were you really meant to be? To recognize your purpose is to live life with clarity. You are here because you're supposed to be here. You're not an accident. You're here to do something for yourself, for someone, and somewhere. You have a job to fulfill and an everlasting mark to make. You are here on purpose. Welcome back to the Bringing Intimacy Show, where intimacy is real. If you're out there listening and you want information about how do I create the ideal or the soulmate client or even prosper in my business, please, if you have a question, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube and put it out there. So Petia, I've been like, I'm just still blown away about having that meeting with money and the candles (laughs) and the sensuality of that, which I'm, you know, it's wonderful because as we've and I truly believe in being intimate in all aspects. Yes. So if people are out there listening, where can they find you? And tell us a little bit more about what you do. So my favorite places to hang out, it's my Instagram and my website. Both are Petya Kolebova. My website is petyakolebova.com. And uh, my podcast, uh, Unapologetically Abundant. Um, those are like places where you can hang out with me and, you know, message me any questions in a DMs more than happy to answer because I know there's like so much now in your mind, like, oh my gosh, money dates, human design, soulmate client, like how do I get it all right? And remember, you can have it all, I promise. Um, so those are my favorite places to hang out. And, um, you know, right now I'm really focusing on my one-on-one premium coaching for one year, 12 year, uh, 12 months experience, not 12 years. That's too long. Uh, 12 months experience. And then also retreats. We live right now in Tulum. So we are hosting retreats here before we go back to States. We already hosted four last year. So it's, it's powerful. Tulum, it's really deeply healing. So we are 
enjoying the energy and hosting next retreat in April. Awesome. And the retreats are for women, men, or tell me about the retreats and what's the name of it? So each of them, it's like a different topic. You know, the one in April, it's for men and women. The last one we did was called Heal the Healer. That was for women only. And uh, the previous one, it was true love in Shalom, men and women, teaching them how to attract true love in their life. So um, every time it's a different topic, depending on what comes to me, you know, what inspires me in a moment. So the next one, it's uh, 4-4 and it's um, called uh, Abundant Ascension because I truly believe that it's time to abundantly rise. (laughs) Yes, you have been um, so wonderful. And you've provided such um, abundancy of information and resource and, of course, inspiration. Mm, I thank thank you you for all that you're doing. Thank Thank you you. so much for having me. I I loved being here and talking about my favorite topics. You can see how on fire and lit up I really am. And that's what I really wish for everyone, you know, being really lit up and, and enjoying the life. That's awesome. Uh, thank you from me as well. <laughs> yes. yes, it's been an honor to have you on our show. Thank you so much. Yes. And so if anybody who's out there listening and I'm, they're thinking about retreats, since she just also mentioned retreat, Coach K, could you let us know about your retreat coming up? Absolutely. Um, the second annual Fools in Love Couples Retreat is coming up on, it's March 31st through April the 3rd. You can also come in on April the 1st. It is uh, for couples and we have main focuses on communication, SEX, which is sharing experience and x-ray and taking deeper dives. Um, we do lots of activities, individual group coachings, but it's right in the beautiful city of Williamsburg, Virginia. So we have three spots left. Okay, awesome. And I will be doing an intimacy retreat here in Costa Rica. Um, The closing date is actually the 31st for the February retreat from 25 to or February 25th to March 2nd. And of course, our Florida retreats here is always open and welcome. Just look at vacation counseling. And so for our upcoming shows, Next month is the month of love, Coach K. Yes. (laughs) So we do have um, some amazing shows coming up. It looks like on February 3rd, we have Maria Gahan coming in um, with, she has how to create style or look when you are getting back into the dating world. Um, Then it looks like on February 10th, we have Dr. Allison K, Vibrational Upgrade, a conspiracy for your bliss. Not your difficulty. Then on the 17th, it looks like we have a very special show with uh, Dr. April and myself. And we're going to be talking about intimacy retreats and sex. And then on February the 24th, closing out the month with Miss Gabby Valdez on dating and relationships. So make sure you guys are coming to see us weekly right here live. Awesome. Yes. Well, this has been the Bringing Intimacy Back show. Thank you, Coach K. And I will see you next week. Absolutely. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Bringing Intimacy Back. We hope you enjoyed it. You can also find us at bringingintimacyback.com 
or Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter. For Dr. April Brown's four-book series, Improving Intimacy, you can also find her as an author on Amazon, available in Kindle, ebook, and paperback. We'll see you next Thursday at 3 p.m. 